0: It is Sunday, May 29th, 2016. This is U62 the Targ. Let's do it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. Alright, right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip! I saw electronics, broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TARD. Mark, 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 Mark. Now, your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're talking about historical sites, my thoughts on X Men Apocalypse, and the new Star Trek trailer. It's episode 9.08, I Saw Fox. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 The Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good evening ladies and gentlemen, Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of The Targ. Uh, here we are, it's late on Saturday night and you know I... Just felt like doing a podcast, so here I am doing one. Of course, it's been two weeks since my last one. Where was I last week? Well, that should be pretty obvious. It was the May long weekend last week, so I went home to hang out with the folks. We were going to go camping, but I was in one of those parts of Alberta that got snow over the long weekend. So when we woke up getting ready to hook up the trailer and go out camping, we looked out the window, saw the snow, and Dad was all like, eh, screw it. So I just wound up staying at home with the folks, which is too bad because there's this new campground down in Rocky Mountain House that my dad wanted to check out, and I was looking forward to it as well. Are you familiar with the Rocky Mountain House National Historic Site? So down in Rocky Mountain House, they once had two forts for two rival fur trading companies back in the fur trade. In fact, I think the one fort that was down there that was run by the Hudson's Bay Company, that was officially the last fort to close down when that entire of era of history ended. And so because they had the two forts there, there were lots of First Nations down there trading, so there were lots of First Nation settlements. And so now that entire section of land just outside Rocky Mountain House is run as a National Historic Site by Parks Canada. They got a little interpretive center there and all kinds of interpretive programs to explain the fur trade and David Thompson and that era. Many day trips there when I was a kid because it's only like two hours from Entwistle. Many field trips down there as well when I was in school. I think it's been like 10, 12 years since I was down there. Anyway... When my parents took me to the Boat and Sportsman show back in March, when I was home burning off some vacation time... Uh, They had a booth set up at the Boat and Sportsman Show, and we discovered that they finally built a campground down there. So since it is a lovely piece of country and so rich in history, we were looking forward to trying out the campground. But because of the snow, it wasn't meant to be. But kind of disappointed because I just told you about its historical significance, and I have fond memories of that little interpretive center. So yeah, I was kind of hoping to go back there. I think the last time I was there was... 10-12 years ago I was living at home I was going to broadcast school I remember that much Because uh, some of the old historical displays They have set up uh, You push a button and it plays a little audio recording Of what life was like And because I was still in broadcast school And learning audio production I just marveled at the incredibly high quality Of these audio displays So yeah, it's been at least 10 years And I'd like to go back To see what it's all about Oh, well, it's a long summer ahead. Another long weekend or two is in the cards, so I just might get down to Rocky Mountain House before you know it. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. But it was a rather enjoyable Saturday for me. I just got home from X-Men Apocalypse, the sixth X-Men movie. Ninth, if you count the Wolverine solo films in Deadpool, man oh man. It truly is the granddaddy of superhero franchises at this point. X-Men Apocalypse, I liked it. I really, really liked it. In a way, it reminded me of the James Bond movie, Skyfall. At the end of Skyfall, in that final shot, you were like, okay. Okay. The reboot they started with Casino Royale. The reboot is finished. We can get back to some classic James Bond adventures now. Same with X-Men Apocalypse. The final scene, the final shot, I'm not going to spoil it. But after watching that scene, I was like, okay. The reboot they started with First Class is complete. We can get on with some classic X-Men adventures now. Speaking of classic X-Men adventures, it also kind of reminded me of the uh, X-Men film The Last Stand, a.k.a. the third one, because with The Last Stand, there was this definite feel of, okay, this is the last of the trilogy, so let's throw in all the cool shit we always wanted to see in an X-Men movie. Same thing with Apocalypse. There's this attitude of, all right, let's throw in a lot of the cool shit we always wanted to see in an X-Men movie. For example... No, I'd better not give that example because it gets a little spoilerish. But you, you'll see some of it. Well, one that's not spoilerish is I can talk about the Wolverine cameo because you're seeing it in the TV commercials right now. So Wolverine shows up because, you know, it's an X-Men movie. Here's a clear sign of franchise fatigue. When I was watching it in the theater, Wolverine shows up for his cameo. The mom sitting next to me goes, Oh, Christ, him again? So, yeah, you can tell that people are getting a little tired of this franchise when Wolverine pops up for his cameo, and people are like, oh, it's him. But anyway, the way Wolverine's cameo is presented and everything that's done, that is pure comic bliss, a well-known corner of Wolverine's history that hasn't been seen on the big screen yet, so seeing that was cool. Uh, Quicksilver, just like Days of Future Past, Quicksilver steals the show again. We get another amazing sequence where we see what the world is like from his point of view as he's showing off his super speed. Once again, it is spectacular. But still, you know, franchise fatigue is setting in. I wasn't like that woman who rolled her eyes when Wolverine showed up again. But there is kind of a been there, done that, hanging over the proceedings. I mean, kind of formulaic as superhero films go. But, you know, it was a fun, enjoyable, satisfying X-Men adventure. I give it a solid three out of four nibs. Everything's better with Mark Tappas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. We're Kaffis on U62, the Targ, and of course, over the long weekend, we also had a new trailer drop for Star Trek Beyond. This trailer, this trailer, I hate less. I mean, the first trailer, I absolutely loathed it. As soon as we saw the dirt bikes racing around, and it was nothing but a hardcore action trailer, I was like, "What is this goddamn bullshit?" No, no, no. But the second trailer, the second trailer feels a little more like Star Trek. Well, not so much Star Trek proper, but a continuation of the J.J. Abrams Star Trek timeline. You know, we're getting a little more of the plot. I really like how it opens with this dialogue between Kirk and Bones, giving us a hint at Kirk's character arc. My dad joined Starfleet because he believed in it. I joined on a dare. You joined to see if you could live up to him. You spent all this time trying to be your father. And now you're wondering just what it means to be you. So there we go. We got Kirk. He's wrestling with his inner demons again. Looks like the plot is they're out there on their five-year mission exploring deep space when suddenly they're attacked and left stranded on a deserted planet with a hostile force looking to take over the federation. So, yeah, it looks like there's a little more classical Star Trek in here now that we've got a better trailer out there, but still uh, after that first trailer, I've got such a bad taste in my mouth, you guys. I'm still I'm still cautious about this one, but this new trailer gives me a little more hope. And let's be honest, Star Trek has always been my first fandom. I was going to go see it no matter what. You're listening to Mark Kappas. Go do disgusting things to that boy. On U62, The Targ. Time we do the old song of the show. Well, I just came home from X-Men Apocalypse. I know the X-Men franchise is one that's not known for its catchy, hummable superhero themes. That being said, I do like John Ottman's work on the franchise. I think John Ottman did the best X-Men theme. He did the music for X2, he did it for Days of Future Past, and he was back for Apocalypse. So, since I am such a big fan of his X-Men theme, here's the latest variation on that. This is from the end credits of X-Men Apocalypse. It's called You're the X-Men slash End Credits. Your X-Men, the end credits from X-Men Apocalypse here on U62 The Targ, and it's getting me that time, it's time to wind things down and call her a day. This just might be it, this might be the last one for a while. The company told me they were banning all vacation time in June because we were going to be live on location from so many places, and I was like... Yeah, right. August is the busy time. That's when we're live on location from everything. But late last week, they sent out the preliminary schedule of everything we're going to be live on location from in June. And yeah, June is shaping up to be a busy month, so I don't know if I'm going to have time for podcast shenanigans. So it looks like this will be the last one for now. If I don't see you later, have yourself a pleasant summer. I am Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I'll see you when I see you. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.